TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Joel Embiid has a meniscus tear in his left knee. He had multiple evaluations, doctoral consultations, he, he went through decision-making on whether you rest and rehab this meniscus injury. It's a displaced flap of the meniscus. That's a type of tear. But he decided to undergo surgery very soon. I'm told that the hope is that Embiid misses one to two months. That's the best case minimum scenario. And that would uh, dictate a potential oh. return late in the season. Only the severity of the tear, the procedure itself, will determine exactly how long he's going to be out. If a full repair is needed... In surgery, Michelle, that's going to be a significantly longer recovery time period than just one to two months. The voice of Shams there giving us the latest on Joel Embiid. So he now is saying the hope is one to two months. That's the best case scenario here. Anything more, and that would be the season. I mean, there's only two months left in the NBA season. Of course, the playoffs after that. So it sounds like they're hoping that best case, Hugh, here is one to two months, according to Shams. And then we go from there. 215-592-9494. Do you still believe... The Sixers will win a title with Joel Embiid that they can win a title. I, I don't. I, I think effectively we're seeing this thing. At, at I see the future, and I don't believe it's going to end in a championship. Hope I'm wrong on this. Hugh, I know you still believe it can work. I do, and I understand why you're upset. because I'm, not, this, I'm actually you, not upset. Well, disappointed. I, I, yeah. uh, disappointed is a better word. I guess I'm just I'm Groundhog's Day. resigned to it. This yeah, is, it's Groundhog's Day. I just don't believe it's going to work out. And everybody that's in earshot of this radio station right now probably feels the same way because you've seen this every year in the playoffs. And especially now where we're getting ready, you know, we got two months before the playoffs start and you're thinking about that nasty taste that was left in your mouth from last year's playoffs and looking at potentially what it's going to be this year. I get it. But I just, th- I just think it's going to be different with Coach Nurse here. And I think he's going to figure out a way to keep this team afloat and they're going to figure out a way to win games. And when the big fella comes back, he's still going to be a huge factor as far as, as far as the success is concerned. But I think it's going to be in a limited role. So I like Nick Nurse a lot. You know I do. I'm a big fan. But they're 4-10 and 10 without Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's, that's the reality. He's not a magician. He's, no, he's just not. a basketball coach. And I look at it, I'm like, all right. They're going to, they're, are they going to be in a top six spot when he comes back? Maybe. I mean, they're four games up on the Magic for the seventh seed. So we're talking about the play-in. That, you know, guys, if he's out two months, he might not be ready for the play-in game. And there's a chance he just doesn't get back this season. I've, I've accepted that. And then big picture, I don't believe it's going to end in a championship. It's, it's a bad – it's not a fun place to be. It's just where I'm at. 215-592-9494. Do you believe that? We'll get to Jalen Hurts here in a couple minutes because we just are one year 
from the greatest game he ever played. We'll talk to Jalen in a couple minutes. And one hour from now, we will talk to Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Of course, our Odyssey MLB insider. He's connected the Phillies to both Jordan Montgomery and Cody Bellinger. The Bellinger one especially has me excited. Chris in Middletown is up next. Hey, Chris. Morning, guys. Hey, Chris. What's up? Hey, nine days till pitchers and catchers. Guys. Nine whole Ooh, days. We're getting close now. You know what? Before we get into this Embiid thing, related to Major League Baseball, you know, Hugh, I know you won't care about this, so let me talk to Joe. Joe, why the hell would they have them report on Valentine's Day? You know, Chris, it's funny you brought that up. So last week— Valentine's Day, a fake holiday anyway. Well, not— See, that's why I'm not talking to you, Hugh. It's a fake-ass holiday. It's Chris, no, no account. I saw this because last grab. week I was trying to figure out when did the Phillies report. Like, what? How many? What's the countdown, right? So I searched MLB teams report date spring training, and I would say I don't know three quarters of the teams they're reporting on Valentine's Day. A bunch of cold people out I there. Know. Well, the I know. Well, I, I guess you know. I guess you just got to make it up. But you got to go on a date a different night. Listen, Chris, that's a fake ass holiday, man, and you're about to get fleeced. Hope your wife's not you. listening for for gifts. On a fake holiday. What are you supposed to do without Hugh? Hugh. What do you you supposed Hugh. to stay in the ground and, and, and buy some chocolates and keep it moving? I don't give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Where's that going to get you, Hugh? Is that going to work out in the long run? Probably not. Yes. Well, not <laughs> really. You, you, it's going to get you, you in the same situation I'm in right now. I'm looking at a freeze zone. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Hugh, stop picking on me. because That's why you're bad home playing video games. Yeah, I'm, I'm right, going to definitely be at home playing video games. <laughs> so let, let's move on, guys. Um. Yes, about the spirit animal, a chihuahua, and the, you know, the guy couldn't give you it. It's a chihuahua. It's a chihuahua. It's spirit animal. You, know? <laughs> you asked for it here. You asked he, for said, his... he said beast, but then when you know, because when you when you say uh-huh. that, the people when you say beast, like people usually have something in mind. He couldn't. Yeah. Give you one if you say beast, you didn't watch one. Game Seven last year against the Celtics. I didn't yeah. see a beast on the court that day. No, no beast there, guys. Um, on Glenn's show over the weekend, he had an orthopedic surgeon on, and you know, I don't know, give Kyle more work to do that he's already not done, but. Um, there was a clip of this guy, and he talked about this specific thing. He said if he needs surgery on that same meniscus, that's really, really bad. Um, you know. And it turns out that that's what it is. And, guys, I think what you have to do is pivot the conversation from, do we go all in because we're going to ride with Joel? It's clear we can't ride with Joel. He's never going to be healthy. The knee is now going to be worse than it ever was before, and it was bad to begin with. You gotta build a team around Maxi and you either move on from Joel and get whatever assets you can, or if you want to keep them in the offseason, this season's definitely flushed. I mean, I can flush the toilet again for y'all if you want me to, but flush this season. All right. We gotta build around the twenty three year old phenom that we got that's in, in the making. And if you're gonna keep him beat, you keep him beat as, hey, a piece around him, but you can't count on him, guys. We can't. No, you, you absolutely, Chris. You can. I mean, that's where I'm at. And and the hard part is that Chris, we preached the phone call. I know this. We've fallen in love with Maxi, and mm-hmm. I, I like Maxi a lot. And he earned a trip to the All Star game this year. It's you're, not just, in, you're not as in love with Maxi as we are. Well, no, I I like him a lot, but it, <laughs> you didn't, you, you answered the question without answering the question, though, Joe. Because build around asserts that he can be the lead guy on a championship team. He hasn't shown that. I mean that that and there's a very f- small number of players in the NBA that any, show that anyway. So it's not like it's a it, that's not a knock on him. It's just that's he hasn't shown that yet. Yeah. So what do we have? We have a guy that should be the lead guy, but he can't stay healthy, and we have a guy who we hope could be a lead guy, but. He hasn't shown that yet. Yeah, but if you, you if you figure out a way to marry the two, if you figure out a way to marry the two, I think that it can work for us. And you add another person to that. 
I think you have a good supporting cast. I really do. And and you get that other guy, that third person, and you allow Maxie to grow. I feel like you can still get peak Joel and B, but you take a, a lot of pressure off of him, and you can make it work that way. Yeah, I don't even know if they do. They have a supporting cast. What, what what's the future of the, like? I'm serious. Who who are the guys here that will be here next year with them? I don't even know who it is. Beverly's a short term guy. Tobias yeah, on an expiring contract. I mean, Batum. I, think, I don't even know what the team looks like next year other than Embiid and Maxi. I think I think that that's how you try to build the team moving forward. You knowing that those guys are leaving, but you have to make a run this year. That that's my whole point. I think that you make a move that is still puts you in a situation because you have some expiring contracts that's going to put you in a situation so that you can be competitive in the free agent market. Um, they'll be, yeah, they'll have they'll have cap room. They can go get more players. It all comes back to Joel Embiid. I mean, that, that we we could try to. He's got to be their best player and their lead player to win, and I don't think it's ever going to happen. We've reached the point of it's a decade. See, I don't see, I don't, I don't think that when you say lead player, I think he has to be the catalyst, but I don't think he has to necessarily be the leader. Like he, he but can give you, me. But you need another player to be the I think, leader. I think Tyrese Max can be that guy. I think, I think it's going to be a symbiotic relationship where the the two of them can make this happen together. Yeah, but okay. So, but who could you even compare Maxi to? I mean, like when you think about the you know who that I, win titles. Who, you know who, who I was is thinking he? about? Uh, what do you got? Drew Holiday. But he's never. He was a third player. Yeah, but I, that's who I kind of. I know, you know and what I, mean? I think that's a thinking, fair kind of where his career could go. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. But Giannis of was the leader. Yeah, he was a he was a beast. But that's why I say we got to get a third person, dog. We got to get that third guy or that second guy. Yeah. However you want to, because you, you're you're big on numbers. However you want to parcel that thing out. But I feel like Joel Embiid has to be a part of this. I really, really do. Well, he's going to be. I mean, he's not going anywhere well, unless they when trade I, him. When I say part of it, you when I say that, like you have to be very, very creative in how you dole out the big dog's minutes and use him in strategic times during the point of the game. That's why I feel like, you know, with Coach Nurse here, he can do that. He can figure all of that out. And he may be able to next year, and they have to reimagine this whole thing moving forward. I'm, I'm just at the point where I'm, I no longer expect this. I no longer think it's going to happen. The, the, the Embiid era is going to end without a championship. I, 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 I believe that. I'm, of course everyone hopes not the case, but I don't believe it ends with one. 215-592-9494. All right, let's throw this in as well. Because I, I, you know, I woke up this morning, and I was thinking about this time last year. Mm-hmm. I was in Arizona. Super Bowl week had begun, and the Eagles were there. And six days from this date a year ago, Jalen Hurts played as great of a Super Bowl as almost any quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, you go and you know rank the great Super Bowl performance. I know he lost the game, but down for down, play for play, Jalen Hurts last year in the Super Bowl was amazing. He he was, and we did the rewatch in the summer, and that was the biggest takeaway a lot of us had. Like, oh my goodness, Jalen really was play for play. As good as anyone. He was balling. He was balling. No he, question. He was incredible. So Hugh, as a year later, do you still think he's that guy? Yes, I think that there was some somewhere there was a disconnect, and we still haven't fixed this problem. But I think it's a fixable problem. So yes, yes, I do believe that we could do it with, with Jalen. But do you think I'm he's that? He think he's that player? Forget forget the yes. forget the issues with the team. Him just yes. You know, I guys, yes. I need to see it to believe it in 2024. No, it's kind of hard to believe, cause especially when you talk about what happened last year. Well, he just didn't look like that player. Yeah, but I think money, like money. We, no, but we I mean physically, to. Hugh. Forget money, forget thinking, forget like, I, I just mean physically when you watched him. Did he look like a great yeah, but, player? Yeah, but the money has something to do with it, Joe, because he wasn't, 
training like he wait, trained before. Did the money stop him from being able to yes. run? No, it yeah, didn't. Yeah, it did. Because he was out he was out hanging out, hobnobbing Maybe. With, with people. Let me tell you, because see, this is something I know about a little bit. This is why, because money changed me in my, my, my second year in the league. I'm going to tell you why. Because when I got back home, hanging out in Atlanta, I was eating at the restaurants, eating <laughs> steak and scrimps. All the time yeah. and, and trying to how that work out for you? Oh, but I came back one tubby tubby, and I, I had to stay. So it does change. Like money does change you. So it it probably was something that that had to do with, with that. And he didn't train as hard as he once did, man. Like the stories that I'm hearing about Jalen and his training training regiment was that you know there's a lot of times where he had other engage, engagements where he couldn't train like he would normally train. So that he probably his 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 health suffered for that. So, I, Hugh, I hope you're right and wrong at the same time. I hope you're right because if you're right, he could change it, right? Definitely it could be that. fixed with, uh, I don't know what the right word is, a little more focus or, you know, time management kind of thing. Yes. But I, it also, that's not a, that's not a good look on him. He's supposed to be a leader and a, and a, a possible champion and he's not, well, he's, he's not giving the necessary bandwidth, we'll use, we like that word, to, to get his team to where it's got to go. Well, he was, he was building a brand. I, I don't care about his brand. No, I know you don't. Yeah. I know you don't. But that's, but, that's but annoying to me that's, if that's true. That's his, his team's job, and that's what his team was pushing him to do. The one thing, like, and I'm speculating with all these people. I don't, I don't know this for sure, but I know that he believes in his team, his, his all-woman team that he has around him, his PR people and all of that. And I'm pretty sure after he, he had the success that he had in the Super Bowl, didn't win it, but there was still success to be had. And the fact that he was with Jordan Brand and all this other stuff, that that cut into a lot of his time that normally probably was 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 there for for training and things of that nature. What's confu- so that's basically what it was. What's confusing about that, and you you're probably right, is when uh, was it Greg Bishop? I think was Sports Illustrated. He was on with Takana yes. Ritchie before the season. Said there's only two people he would say care about football more than anything that he's ever met in football. It was Brady and Hurts. Where'd that guy go? If if it is that it was his kind of brand and his whatever his time away from. I don't know. Here, here's what I know. My eyes told me he wasn't the same guy this year. I hope he can get back there, but I need to see it. Because I watched some highlights the other day of, of the Super Bowl from last year and watched Jalen Hurts. He didn't look like that guy this year. Mike Quick, listen to Mike Quick's answer when asked why the season ended so poorly. It all points back to the guy that was great one year ago this week and then, for whatever reason, wasn't great this year. So the first thing I would say is when you don't have – stellar quarterback play in this league you're not going to have success and you have to have great quarterback play and if you look at the playoff games it's generally determined by great quarterback play mm-hmm. um there's there are exceptions because i thought the eagles in last year's super bowl the quarterback was the best player on the field and they ended up losing that game but and, and all generalities are false as we know but in general when you have really good quarterback play you're going to win games and Mike Quick's right. And generally, they didn't have good enough quarterback play this year. It's why things fell apart at the end. 215-592-949. Let's throw Jalen Hurts in the conversation as well with the Joel stuff. Do you believe he's still the guy that was great in the Super Bowl last year? Kyle, Jalen Hurts in the Super Bowl last year was, aside from one play, pretty much lights out. Is he still that guy? Yeah, I, I think he is still that guy. I think it's very much in there. I think the biggest difference between Jalen Hurts this year and last year, really two things, was the, the running ability, mm-hmm. obviously. And if he gets healthy this offseason, you know, who knows what was actually going on with that knee. We could see a, a more nimble or spry version of Jalen Hurts next year. I think that's one of the bigger things. The other one was turnovers, which was a problem for Jalen Hurts. But those are kind of things that 
will tend to regress back to the mean. Like Dak. Right, exactly. You know, wh- whether it's one way in the positive way or, or in the negative way. And some of his interceptions this year, a lot of them tip passes, like fluky stuff. So yeah. I think we'll see that sort of regress back to the mean with Jalen Hurts. I think we'll see uh, less turnovers from Jalen. I think we'll see a, a less injured Jalen Hurts. And I think we'll see a lot more of the 2022 Jalen Hurts next yeah, year. Yeah, I hope you guys are right. 215-592-9494. Is Hurts still the same guy he was one year ago in the Super Bowl? Because, Hugh, they need him to be. I mean, that that's the guy they signed. They signed yeah, he's him the star that stirs the drink. No question about that. And we go as our quarterback goes. And, and we gave him that $250 million for a reason. And he has to make everybody around him better. Now, if there's anything outside of what you just pointed out that I really hold against him, is that he didn't do enough to hold this team together at the times where they needed to be held together. But now, since the season is over – and some of the reports are coming out, it, that place was a whole entire mess. Yeah, so the other thing that, that hit me, uh, the, so the Pro Bowl was this past weekend, right? And Jalen was out there running around throwing the ball down the field. And, you know, we, I think you brought up on Friday, he was smiling, right? He looked happy. Yeah. Which is good. I, that, that makes me happy. Good for Jalen. He's looking happy. I am a little bit confused, though, because I, I guess I just assumed or thought he was going to have some sort of procedure on his knee this offseason. He didn't. He didn't. He's at the Pro Bowl. He's throwing the ball around. He's running around. Well, then why did he look so slow this year? I, like I, if he if he had a bad knee, you fix it. He comes back next year. Hopefully, he's got a little more spring in his step. You know, he, I think he needs his legs to be a great quarterback, and he just looked slow this year. Like that. When I watched the Super Bowl last year to this year, the big difference is he didn't move as well this season. I don't just think didn't move. I think. He needs his legs to a certain extent, but not the way that, that you're thinking. I think that right now, last year, for whatever reason, he, he didn't move the same. But I think that in order for him to have success and longevity in the league, there has to be a healthy mix of both. Like, and I know for a lot of people, the RPO game was huge for him this year. Well, last year, I should say. But the game that the part of the game that I like about Jalen is his him throwing the ball down the field. I, I I do like the vertical game that they displayed this year. Now, they got to get a, a short to intermediate game mm. to help him out tremendously, and they have to get some semblance of a better running game. But I do like the growth that I saw from him early on in the season as far as a passer was concerned. Yeah, he had some moments. Um, but here's the way I view it. I, there's some quarterbacks when their legs go, they're just not as effective. Carson Wentz was not as effective when his legs went and his back went, and he just physically wasn't as, as dynamic. Cam Newton wasn't as dynamic as his body started to go. And then there are some guys, they just throw forever, right? Phillip Rivers threw forever. Tom Brady threw forever. I, I think Hurts is a guy that's going to need his legs to be at his best. And this year, he didn't have them. I, that's the one thing when we look forward to the offseason and next year. It's the first thing I can't wait to see next year. Can he move the way we saw him move a year ago? Because you go back and watch some of those highlights of the Super Bowl. He is moving out of the pocket, making throws on the run. Accurate down the field, sliding in the pocket. Felt like this year, once the pressure got to him, he was just yeah, dead. It was a, he 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 didn't look the same. No, and he didn't look especially. I can remember some plays where he was trying to get the corner, like when you know when people were coming up, yep. and he was trying to get the corner. It just didn't look that fast. He looked like he was hobbled a little bit. But to your point, maybe that procedure that you're talking about probably won't come for till after the Pro Bowl. Who knows? But why wouldn't they get it done right uh, away? I don't know. Yeah, maybe and maybe he doesn't need one. Cats playing playing All Star games and they hurt. Same thing. Yeah. Well, it's just silly. If it's, yeah, and you could be right. I mean, and I, look, I mean, <clears throat> if he doesn't need a procedure, don't get a procedure. I'm just saying I thought that was coming, and that would explain, like, hey, that's why he was so slow this year. 215 592 
90 forever. Back to the phone lines here. Have you given up on the Sixers winning the in the Joel Embiid era? I have. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they can win. And, of course, Jalen Hurts. Is he still the same guy he was one year ago? Mark and Camden. Hey, Mark. Hey, how you doing? Uh, it's actually Boston, not Camden. But, uh, yeah, hey, Hugh. How, how you doing, man? You're What's going right? on, man? And, uh, yeah, you're just a, a freak of nature. Um, He's an idiot. Yeah, I, yeah basically. That, what's that? <laughs> no, I was just like, that, basically, that's what uh, Kyle calls me an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and with the Jets, and then you were just the mo- – anyway, we could get into that all day. But, uh, yeah, man, you know – I think what people fail to realize, well, are we going birds first or sixers first? Whatever you want Whatever to address you first. You, you go first. All right. People, people fail, fail to realize they live in the past. They think because we a year ago went to the Super Bowl, that's the same team. It's not the same team. Mm-hmm. It's different players, different coaches. The personnel is a mess. We're, we, we have person, major personnel. Like we're, we're almost at a rebuild, not at a Super Bowl caliber right now. Like If you think about it, it's <laughs> – we're way closer to a rebuild. We have major, major philosophy issues. We have like internal issues in the organization. We have uh, discontent in the locker room. Like there's guys that don't get along. Like it's easy to tell. Hugh, correct me if I'm wrong. Can't you tell that just from the outside looking in? It feels like that. Not, not for sure. Yeah, and Mark, in okay. terms of in terms of the roster, I, we we kind of did an exercise about a week ago when I was like. You know, they only have like seven or eight really good players you can count on for the next handful of years. They, they need a lot here. And whether they're going to try to patch it together and do it on the fly or eventually have to, you know, quote unquote rebuild, but they've got a lot of work to do. We agree on that. This roster needs a lot of work. Okay. And then, real quick, Sixers, I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, when it comes to Joel, like they're so good with Joel. The problem is, like, he's like a porcelain doll where it's like it has to be perfect or else. He gets hurt. China doll. Time. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. China doll. And like we, it, it's not that he, they're not great with him. And especially with Nick nurse, he's such a savvy coach. Mm-hmm. That I really do think they had a shot if they were fully healthy this year. And Maxie is now just a, just a superstar in his own right. But because he can't stay healthy and he's getting older and older, it's like, we can't, it's not, there's nothing we can do. It's like, we have to start thinking about plan B because we've been trying to do this for how many years? Like a decade. Six, seven, yeah. Eight. Well, yeah, yeah he's been, been healthy. You know, he's yeah, been playing been for seven, but yeah, Mark, it's, they drafted him a decade ago. Mark, good phone call. Of course, big game coverage, 94 WIP presented by Solo Stove. Feel the heat of the world's most popular smokeless fire pit, solostove.com. Yeah. The Sixers have to be reaching a, a crossroads with Embiid where they have to, go all in at some point around him, and maybe that's what the plan is for this summer, or they've got to come to an idea of, like, is it ever going to work here? Yeah, and that, that's a tough pill to swallow, but I feel like there's a happy compromise, and it has to be where we don't ask Joel Embiid to play a full NBA season. It's unfortunate, but that's where we are, but that's what it kind of feels like because when you think, when I think of Joel Embiid, he came on like a gangbuster. At the beginning of the year, mm. everybody talked about how he looked and how healthy he was, and like he was on a mission and all this other stuff. And as the season progressed, he started to get dinged up a little bit. So I, I, I think that with him getting older, that you have to try to limit, you know, his playing at times. And I think it's a blessing in disguise, like I said, with Tyrese Maxey doing what he was able to do this year, going, go, uh, getting a nod to his first All Star game. So there's gonna be somewhat, I don't want to say a changing of the guard but a shifting of uh, probably power 
a little bit, and you probably have to delegate a little bit more when it comes to Joel Embiid. Yeah, it, it certainly makes it more challenging, it, but they have to find a different way, and we'll give you more news as we get it with the surgery coming up in a couple days. I'm at the point now where I do not think they can win a championship with Joel Embiid. I don't think he'll ever be healthy enough or great enough in the big moments to justify all of our hope. 215-592-9494. A lot on the table here to discuss. Jalen Hurts, is he the same guy from one year ago? He was incredible in the Super Bowl one year ago this week. And the news of Embiid's surgery, are you giving up hope they'll ever win a title with him? Plus at noon, Bob Nightingale for some Phillies talk. Are they in on Cody Bellinger or Jordan Montgomery? Does Dombrowski have one more big move up his sleeve? We'll discuss it all. 215-592-9494. Midday show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sports. But if you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. I'm going to take the over in the game between San Francisco and Kansas City. FanDuel has so many ways to end the season with a W or two or a three. Not only keep it on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to sign up. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more FanDuel an official sports partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Double tight end. Hurts in the gun. Hurts. This time, fakes. He's back. He's looking deep. He wants A.J. Brown. And it's caught for a touchdown. A.J. It's double coverage. It doesn't matter. He throws the ball into an area where A.J. Brown can make the adjustment, and he's jockeying around, and he makes that proper adjustment to the football for a touchdown. He runs through contact so well. 45 yards, Mike Quick. What happened to those guys? Where'd where they did go? we go wrong? Whew. One year ago, Jalen Hurst, A.J. Brown, a bomb for a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Is Hurst still that guy? 2 one 5 592-9494. But of course, Joel Embiid, do you still think they can win a championship with Embiid? And as we discussed the Jalen Hurts thing, it's just it's mind-boggling to think back and watch some of those highlights of that game last year because he really was. And you know, Mahomes was almost perfect in the second half. But Hurts for big portions of that game looked like the best player Easy on money. the field. Yeah, he was out there balling, man. He was out there balling. There was not an answer that Andy had for him early on. And then when that fumble came, it was just like, uh, yeah, he even played well after the fumble, uh, though. Yeah, but it was like uh, that fumble. Yeah, well, the fumble was the one bad play he had the entire game. I and look, I as much as he was excellent last year, this year he really fell back in a lot of ways. And 
I, I think all of us have wondered, you know, is he that? Is he still that guy? Is that guy coming back? The Super Bowl Jalen Hurts, that version of the 2022 Jalen Hurts, because everything we talk about here this offseason, it all is secondary to that. I mean, that's, you know, they could get a good linebacker, but that's only going to do so yeah, much. This, this team goes as the quarterback yes. goes. There's no question about that, and we need Jalen Hurts to be on top of his game. We Well, you need him to be really good. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not saying he's got to be an MVP every season or, you know. Win yeah, a, but it, we can't have some of the same – we can't have mm-mm. the same kind of offensive – even though the offensive output wasn't that bad, It, I would say – Offense wasn't as efficient as it yeah. needed to be, I agree. especially when you talk about what this defense was. Yeah, and the thing for me, and it's why I, I have to see it to believe he could be that guy again. I, I agree with Kyle on the point he made a little while ago that, yeah, he had a lot of turnovers this year, but that could be fluky. There are tips. There are things that happen. I think he could fix that decision-making. What what got me is he just physically didn't look right for most of the season. When he tried to move, he got caught from behind. Just, it just looked like something was off. Yeah, well, and – is something off or is something no longer what it used to be? We see this in the NFL all the time, right? Players so lose he fell a step. Off, like right after he got paid. That's that would be crazy. Yeah, I don't know if the money has anything to do with falling off no, physically. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, it would I be, know. It would be crazy and not having anything happen, but you just missed time as far as your workout regimen was concerned. Well, so I think it, it might be more than that. I just think the cumulative effect of getting hit so many times may have just ran its course. Mm. I I don't know. Uh, my all I know is I know this. He didn't look as physically no, capable this year. The, the all year long, people were talking about, "Hey, is he slow. okay? Is he is he hurt?" Yeah, definitely. I remember we were doing shows in late September, early October when the Phillies were in the playoffs, and we were like, "Why isn't he? Why is he running as fast? It looks like he's running in quicksand." Yeah, That's the stuff I I have questions about moving forward. Ray Didinger last week was on the morning show with DeCameron Ritchie. He was asked, "Are you concerned with Jalen after this season?" Here's Ray. Am I concerned about him? Uh, I'd be lying if I said no. I mean, the the easy thing, and what everybody wants you to say is, "Oh no, no, come on, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He don't worry." Um, I'm not so sure. You know, you saw you saw Hertz. The term regress regression. Yeah. It it's it's not inaccurate. I mean, he did. I mean, in terms of his mechanics, as much improvement as he made last year, he took that many steps back this year. Uh, to the end, I mean, holding the ball way too much. Um. Throwing the ball into spots that he he's he's got to know better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, the if you want to put his where he is right now in a nutshell, I mean it's it's the sack in the end zone in Tampa. Mm. I mean that's that's you know we were sort of building up to that moment and then it happened that night. That's how far he's fallen. So Ray there points out that play that all of us were like, oh my goodness, you cannot yeah, that was take a bad that look. play. That was a bad look. Yeah, and I think look, part of that is the idea that. Physically, maybe he couldn't get away from the rush, but also decision-making. I mean, he just he didn't make a good decision there to back up into the end zone. Twitter poll question here, sponsored by the P.I. Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet. You learn about and schedule your evaluation. PIDentalCenter.com. Is Jalen Hurst the same player from last year's Super Bowl? Early on in the poll, 58% on no one. Of course, Embiid, do you believe, and they can still win a championship with them. Malik in Mount Airy. What's up, Malik? Malik. Good afternoon, gentlemen. I Listen, uh, I, I, I sit and listen to you talking about Joel sit and listen to other people. He's a grown man, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, in the, uh, with the idea, Malik, of, of peer pressure or uh, the pressure of what people are saying, making him play a game when he's injured. Yeah. Grown, grown. Oh, my gosh. Please stop that because Michael Jordan had the same ideology. 
because remember, he was down 0-2 to the Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers. And he literally went over to the, the, uh, the reporter that wrote, wrote them off and said, I beat you on Monday, I beat you this day, and today I beat you. Shut up. And after he, he won the game with that shot over Elo, he made sure, I'm going to let y'all know. Matter of fact, one of the most famous speeches in our history of the city Mike Lombardi was introduced by somebody named Jason Kelsey. What you fail to realize is it doesn't matter whether I listen or not. People that know me, people who love me, do listen. They care about me. So they, you know what they're going to tell me? Hey, you know, guess what? Joe Giglio is talking about you on the radio. I don't want to hear it. But, you know, when I go out and score 70, I'm going to make sure I talk about Joe Giglio saying And that's fine. I, so I, I get your point. And, and I do think you could channel that for good, right? Michael channeled it. He, he like, created chips on his shoulder. He created the bad guy, and then he got the bad guy. Most professional athletes. Most do, right? And, and like, same thing. Jason Kelsey with the underdog thing. But Malik, if you're channeling it for the wrong things, like if you're playing when you're hurt and you make it worse, how is that productive? Like that's not helping Joel or the Sixers or us. That that just doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm playing through the pain to show you I'm tough. Nobody, nobody has ever gone out. Hughes probably played with with a, with a couple bumps and bruises. And you know what? I went out and you know what? I warmed up and I felt great. But then I go out and yeah. I was a little sore, my, my, my inner thigh was a little sore, but I go out, give it my all, and I pull my groin. I, I, I was trying to show y'all, look, I'm going to go through, I'm going, going through this with my, with my teammates, not y'all. I heard what you said because my family told me. But, you know, I, I, I'm out here with, my, with my, the people I'm going to battle with, the people I care about in this locker room. And you know what? I got hurt. I pulled my hamstring or I pulled my groin, and I'm going to be out for six weeks because they got to do surgery on that. I didn't, I didn't intend on – nobody – he didn't intend on getting hurt. Of course he not. He got hurt. But he wasn't smart but, about it. That's his fault. And the Sixers' fault. You can blame both of them. Ask you one question. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you're doing anything and you just so happen to fall and someone about 230 pounds fall on you, do you think you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm all right? No, it happens. The things you could – he could have broke your leg. He could have snapped your elbow. He could have pulled your, your arm out of the socket. It's not – he didn't intend to do it. He means well. But Malik, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who intent, purpose, hope. If he can't stay healthy enough to deliver, that's what the reality is. I, I don't know why I'm like not, it matters. And I'm not saying I'm listen, he what I, I think his the biggest problem is Joel and B people can said Shaq is it's the dog in him. No, the difference between him and Shaquille O'Neal, it's not the the skill level like Joel is by far better, more talented than Shaquille O'Neal. I agree with that. I agree with you on that. Shaquille O'Neal did something that, that Joel's never done. Shaquille O'Neal took the game to everybody. I'm a, instead of, When you foul me, you're going to feel the foul. There's a difference between I'm going to let you foul me and I get hurt yeah, Shaq, versus Shaq I'm going to put my 360-pound body right into your chest. And if you foul me, you're going to be hurt. You, then you got to – now, like, like they say, that's a business decision. Do I really want to go crashing into this man that's going to put, put 260 on me and still dunk on me and probably step on my chest? No. You, now, my, that's the only thing I have an issue with Joel is he allows the punishment to come to him instead of punishing who's trying to hurt him. Because it's not – listen, I, I'm almost certain that in basketball, in any, any physical sport, when I see you dominate me, I'm going to try to do something to get a little edge. If 
that's pulling your pulling your arm while you coming around around the corner. If that's pulling your jersey while you coming around the corner. If I can accidentally fall on you and accidentally supposedly accidentally elbow him in, in his neck, and now he got a um, next thing and he out for the rest of the game. You think I'm not going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Of course. I yeah. Not, I, I mean, Malik, you're right. You're right on that. I agree. But the bottom line is when his career is, and we appreciate the call, when his career is over, no one's going to look back and say, well, it was, you know, it was this guy's elbow. We're going to say, did he win or not? Yeah. That's, that's how I mean, it works. That, that's the unfortunate thing about it. That's where we are now with Joel Embiid. I mean, he's a hell of a player, phenomenal player. But most of the time, and that's why KD, people get mad at KD because he went to Golden State. But your, your legacy – it's going to be determined on, on how many championships you win yeah, because that's, that, that's the standard in every sport now. You know, there's a lot of, a, a lot of great athletes that have played the game. We were talking about a couple weeks ago, Barry Sanders, when the Detroit Lions mm-hmm. and, and there was a debate whether or not he should get a ring or whatever. He was one of the greatest Detroit Lions to ever played. Never won, a, what, one playoff game, one if playoff. I'm, I'm, I'm not mistaken. So it's one of those things. You're, you're remembered by how many championships you've won. That's it, bottom line. Yeah, and right now, like we have all these discussions about where you know, Embiid ranks, best player, second best player, all-timer. Someone called earlier and wants to put him above AI in, in Sixers territory. I mean, right now, Joel Embiid, he's on a list of the best players to never play in the finals. That's, that's his NBA right. legacy right yeah. now. It's like Dominique Wilkins, Carmelo Anthony, Steve Nash, those guys. Those are, those are great players that just they weren't. They didn't get to be champions. Let's talk to David and Drexel. What's up, David? Hey, how you doing? See, here's what your last call and everybody seemed to forget you about and be. Because I was calling and everybody said I was a hater. He flopped more in one, in, I'm going to say in a half a season, he fell on the ground more than Shaquille did his entire career. In one half, he flopped all the time. Somebody told him that was part of his game. But this past season, Hugh, he changed his entire game. He wasn't flopping with the flop rule no more. Went down low, and you've seen how dominant he finally became by going down low, dominating down low, and then being able to shoot a jump shot. Let your point guards be the point guard. Stop the turnovers as much. And he was doing all that this season before he got hurt. And that's why this is the first season I really started liking him because I was like, finally, he playing to his potential. And see, here's another thing about him that he never had a mentor to pull him along and tell him, no, you're the most dominant man. Go knock somebody down. Don't let him knock you down. And he learned it late. But if he comes back at the end of the season and he's playing like that, we got a chance for the playoffs. And can I say one quick thing about Jalen? Yeah, what do you think? <clears throat> tell me another player, again, they always say you went to the Super Bowl, you lose your offensive, you lose your defensive coordinator. Remember when A.J. Brown was doing all that talking and everything? Because mm. you, you're a former player. That's why I wanted to ask you. How would you feel if AJ was doing all that talk and then in our last two games that was crucial, he fumbles the ball both times in both games and they score at all that crap he was talking and then got her the same thing. He talking all that crap and then he drops the ball wide open in his hands. I mean that that happens. You don't you don't beat him. I up know behind. it happens, Hugh. That's my point. That that's why you don't be talking about everybody else and everything because it do happen. Yep. Jalen is going to be good for one reason, Hugh. What's that? A.J. Brown is not just a receiver that he's playing with. Would you say, oh, they like each other? They're friends. And that's who can talk about you, your friend, when it comes to basketball, football. <laughs> you know what I mean? And get you on track. No, I believe you. I definitely he's believe that. He's going to be good this season. And, again, because 
I know the offensive coordinator, if he wants to keep his job when he come here, he has to want the best out of Jalen. Of course. And he's going to tell him, brother, run, because Patrick McCahomes run. They act like he don't run. Oh, especially, well, especially David, run, especially in big games. In the playoffs, we, I mean, he did it to the Eagles. He crushed them last year on That's one right. angle. Yeah, David, it's a good point. Yeah, I mean, when we look forward with Jalen Hurts, I still believe in him. My only thing, and Ray, you know, we play the cut of Ray Dinnage talking about his concern. My concern is the physical. Where did the physical excellence go? Why didn't he move as well? Yeah, that's a big that's a big concern. I want to see him in an offense that that helps uh, enhance his attributes, especially in the passing game. Especially when you talk about a quarterback or offensive coordinator now that is known for the vertical passing game. How did, how is this offense going to evolve? How is Coach Goober going to put? Is he officially offense? Coach Goober? Well, to me, he is until he until training camp starts mm. and he puts on some Eagles gear and all that other stuff, and he has a press conference. He's Coach Goober to me until he puts or implements an offense that's going to play to Jalen's strengths, whether that be some RPO action or some you know scheming guys open. He needs to be creative with the skill set that his quarterback has. Yeah, it could be a little challenging to put together that offense until they get him on the field in the summer. Because you, you said the RPO thing, right? What's his strength? Can he Is Jalen going to be a top runner at the quarterback position still moving forward, or have we seen the best of that? I don't know. I, I, would, I would rather have Jalen run out of necessity as opposed to luxury. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't need, for me, because when I think of Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes has the ability to run. He does in playoff games. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes beats you from the pocket. So I, in a perfect world, Hugh, I feel the same way. I don't think Hurts is skilled enough as a thrower yeah. to win that way. I mean, and that that's where you have to find a happy medium, Joe. I think that he grew as a passer last year. I think that did happen, but now you have to marry the two together because I think that there's have, there's going to have to be some part of this offense where – He's probably going to have to pull it down and run it. Sometime. Of course, I mean, it, it, and it should be as long as it's still but in uh, there. As long as it's not the first play of the game and you start the game and he start running the draw. Ah, no, we don't need to. Do you that. haven't gotten over that. No, I haven't, because that was the absolute stupidest thing that I have ever seen in my whole entire. I've seen some stupid stuff too, but <laughs> to start a game with a dude that just flew across the country, sick. You said, you know, ooh, I ain't gonna see this one coming. I'm gonna hit him with the. I'm hit him with this. Quarterback in fairness, in we didn't play. see that coming. No, I mean, that's it was, it threw, it Took you off guard, yeah. and they got like 14 yards. I mean, Ooh, I'm gonna kill worked. him. I'm gonna kill him with this it, one. It did kind of work. It was probably one of the most successful plays of the night. <laughs> yeah, if we're being I real. Mean, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, that's not what I would have started. Again. Yeah, most people wouldn't have. Dave's in boarding time. What's up, Dave? What's going on, guys? Uh, really appreciate you taking the call. Oh, anytime, um, Dave. What are you feeling today? Yeah, so I got a couple things on the Sixers. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Joe, I know you keep on talking about how much you love Kawhi. Um, I do. If you look, if you look at Kawhi and Maxi through four years, which Maxi's in his fourth year, Maxi has been substantially better in in the first four years of their career. So, so Dave, before you go on, I want I, I know where you're going with this, and I agree on one half. He has become he's blossomed as an offensive player way quicker and a higher level than Kawhi did. But let, Dave, let's not forget, Kawhi was a defensive player a year, like Absolutely. shut down everyone on the perimeter when he was young. That Maxi's more of an offensive guy. Just, yeah, that's a little different. Yes, yes, I, I will agree with you on that. But I, I will say, offensively, Maxi is turning into a guy who can take over. So start start believing in Maxi a little bit because I feel like you don't really believe in him that no, much. No, Dave, I do. I just I don't want to – it's a lot to me to put on that he could be the best player on a championship team. Can he yeah. Can he be this team's Jamal Murray? 
like what he was next to Jokic last year. I think that we're trending towards he's got a shot to do that, and that's that's really good if we get that out of him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two more things, and then uh, I'll jump off. Um, first one is when you look at the team moving forward, really right now they only have three guys under contract for next year. You know that they're going to give a contract to Maxi, so you have four guys that are under contract. You're going to have a ton of cap space. You have picks again. You're going to be able to build a team. So I would say – being able to have Joel uh, still on the team, you don't need to get rid of him. With that said, I think there's things that you could do at the trade deadline this year that would allow this team to still be in contention for when he comes back. There is a guy that you could trade for in Andre Drummond who is not going to cost you much. He could be a Band-Aid for the rest of this season. I, Dave, I would take him. I liked him when he was here, and and let's just be real. Like, yeah, B-ball Paul is is okay, and but Mo Bamba, yeah, Get like, yeah, no, Get they need they need someone Bamba. that can play a little defensive rebound. That, you know, without Embiid here, and the other guys take the shots. Dave, good phone call. And those are the thing, kind of things they might do by Thursday, Hugh. Like small moves to just keep this. Try yeah, to just keep try it to keep it afloat. I think that's the most important thing because you need to figure out where you're going to put Joel Embiid, and I think that you need some data for. Next season, you, I think you need to go as far as you possibly can this year with Joel and then try to map out strategically how you're going to handle him next season. That, that's what I'm kind of thinking. I still, like, I'm, not, I'm not out on Joel, but I do believe that there has to be more of a conscious effort to try to keep him healthy as possible for the postseason. I really, really do. Yeah, and, and that's probably their best chance. I think we all agree on that, that a, a smarter way to rest his body, to play maybe less games during the season, to get ready for the playoffs, so maybe like what just happened doesn't happen next year. Yeah. Probably their best shot You know, is in terms of if they move forward this way. Manny is in Overbrook. Hey, Manny. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, hey Manny. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey you. Can you Yo. do me a favor? What's that? When it comes to money and pro contracts and everything, can you put Joe in a corner? <laughs> and have Joe listen and have money. I mean, you know, don't you think? I mean, I know I think, uh, especially in Joe's case, where you get two hundred fifty million dollars, that conversation has been had. That be careful and, and and make business decisions. You are your own independent business when you're out. There. Independent contract—that's what you used to call it. Independent yes. contract. Everybody's yes. yeah. Everybody's outsourced out there. So to say that you don't not to care about his brand. He has to care. About so, Manny, can I come back from the corner? Can I come back from the corner for a second? No, 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 no. You, you, tell you, tell you, stay in the corner. No, it's, it's my. Um, uh, all right, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm going to the corner again. I just want to say one thing before I go. <laughs> I, I agree with you, and I agree with you. I get it. But as a fan of the Eagles, I don't care about Jalen Hurts' brand. It doesn't impact me one bit. I care about how right, he plays. But- so, if if his if his thought process and his his focus is on his brand over things that matter more, that will frustrate me. I get it, but it doesn't mean I have to like it. Yeah, but Joe, this is the NFL. Every Everyone's thinking about the brand. So, like, your brand is A1, Team A2. So when you're running, making a business decision, as you says, am I going to go out of bounds and stay, and get, and stay on, the, on the field for three more games, or am I going to get hurt? That's the business decisions you've got to make. So saying money doesn't affect the way you play, Oh, of course it does, Joe. Well, that, but, but that, guess what, the Manny? Then he's not going to win a Super Bowl. Like if, if we like, I, but, I would not, well, no, I mean, I would, I would, Manny, I, if he's putting his brand over training, over stuff to get himself ready for the season, he won't win. 
See, I think I yeah, think, but trading trading is part of his brand, Joe. Oh, well, no, but but Hughes' point brand. was like last offseason he may have been more distracted because of his brand. If that's the case, then it's not going to work out the way we hope it does. I I want him to put everything he, in. I football. think he realizes that now. Well, I and hope so. I think he he's man. We learn. appreciate it. Good call. He's going to learn from his mistakes. I mean, it's tough because you you talk about and, and I hear everything you're saying, and it should be that way. But you gotta you gotta remember, Jalen Hurts this year. Went from ashy to classy like overnight. Yeah, and that's fair, but then he's not what you thought he was because no. you compared him to Brady. Brady didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, it was different for Brady because Brady Brady was was on his way to being an entity, and his game was different, I will say that. No, not making excuses because you're right. But I knew that with the newfound fame that there was the potential yeah, you for said him it. To, to fall off. I said that before the season even started. You don't know where these pitfalls come from. And I think for Jalen, the way that he he trains and everything, that was the biggest one for yeah, him. That was the biggest pitfall. You may be right on that. I hope he fixes it. 215-592-9494. We'll come back. Your phone calls. Hold on. We'll get to everyone. We'll also talk to Bob Nightingale, Odyssey MLB Insider. Are the Phillies still in on a big free agent? We'll get that information next. Your calls as well on Jalen Hurts and, of course, the MB there. Will it end with a championship? 215-592-9494. Midday show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is not live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with your favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 